welcome everyone into the Everyday Experience podcast, a show called It's Probably You. I'm your host, LDP, and riding shotgun, I've got my trusty co-host, Jesus, back on the microphone. What's up, Lance? How are you today, my friend? Uh, I'm great. It's going to be a good Sunday. A little a little tired. I had one of those odd <laughs> dreams, but you know, I'm good to go. The coffee's okay. kicking in. Yeah, that's the thing. Is the, I was just going to ask you that. Is the coffee starting to make its way through your veins? It is. It went with a double batch today, so I'm okay, thinking what, of trying that. What'd, that you go death. With? what'd you go with? Just just regular coffee that I grind myself. Now. I'm back into my grinding my own beans phase. Yeah. So I'm grinding them, and I'm just I just put double the amount today to make sure I wake up. But I was gonna switch real quick and ask you: Have you heard of Death Wish Coffee? I have heard of Death Wish Coffee, but it's supposed to be. Isn't it supposed to be like hella strong? Yeah, it's. I think the strongest coffee you can buy. Uh, in stores but i i guess it, it's reaching the markets here now because it wasn't in like walmart's before here yeah you we live. it was hard yeah. to find so now it's all over walmart and now i'm tempted to get it because it's like, but then i'm worried that i would get uh used to that level of caffeine and all the other coffees would just make me like not where i want you know that's so that would be my biggest fear with hopping on to something like that is I know me and my body is going to adjust real quick. So if that becomes the new norm, uh, there's no way that I'll be able to have regular coffee. But yeah. you know what? We need to dedicate an entire – we keep talking about dedicating a whole entire episode to coffee. And we haven't done it yet. And you know what? The people deserve that. But today, now that both of us are actually caffeinated and ready to roll, we are talking about you, my friend. We are doing an OG it's probably you story episode so excited because somebody built a pool and i i've already got to experience it loved it but i know that it was not all smooth sailing on your way to getting this pool put in <laughs> just want to start by saying yes every uh, overall i'm very happy i have a pool it's, yeah you know it's not 100 percent finished yet but it's finished enough to go swimming now which yeah. is nice Yes, uh, it was. We got to use it a few times before. Now the cold, it feels like it th the cold is going to start. So I won't be able to use it, you know, in the winter, but that's fine. I was, I, I wanted to get it now because it was actually cheaper uh, if we built it today because of the offer we got. But, you know, it's been a, it's been a process. <laughs> so it, it really is funny. That's yeah. what that's what I'm hoping for is that people can walk away from this and kind of have a better perspective on what it's like to like actually put that into practice and actually get a pool built because it's something that I know especially living in the Texas area that it's something that I've even considered and wanted to look into but what actually made you just go forward with it because I remember we talked about it for a while but then you actually did it like what made you sign that on that dotted line my wife has been wanting a pool for the longest time, which is crazy to some of my friends, right? Because anyone who's visited me, I live in an HOA community. We actually have an HOA pool on the street next to mine, I like know. <laughs> behind my neighbors. So my friends always ask me, what the heck do you need a pool for? And I was on that side of the boat. Like if we yeah. really wanted to swim, we would walk there. But she whittled me down because she, she had some good points. She's like, look, we've been living here for a few years now. How many times have we gone swimming there? Yeah. And then how many times did we not go swimming because we were, there's a lot, it's a community pool. There's a lot of people there. And honestly, I, I don't mind being around people. I just don't like swimming when there's a bunch of people near me. Yes. So it keeps me from going there. And it's nothing against them. Like I, I want them to use that pool. That's what the community's pool is there for. You know, people are yeah. taking their kids. They're having the time of their lives. Me personally, I just don't like to be in the water when there's a ton of people splashing about that I don't know. Yeah. I'm so. the exact same way, dude. Like that. So we have our pool on our HOA. And honestly, we will drive past 
to see if there's anybody else in it before we make the determination of whether we're going to go or not. Like we have like a number amount. If we see, I would say more than four or five people in the pool, we're probably not even going. You know what? I'm 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 being too generous there. If we see it's empty, maybe one or two will go. Once you get to three or four, we're already out. So I don't blame you on that. Yeah, so she made the good point. She's like, look, we don't know how long we're going to be indoors. Plus, it's like a investment long-term that it's not like the pool is going to make the house value go down or anything. Exactly. Yeah, so definitely. I, I said, okay, let's look, start looking at the prices. I said, let's look at a hot tub first. So I started with a hot tub. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember this. And I'm like, let's see what that would cost. Yeah. And then yeah. from there, we'll show. So she went all in, right, trying to convince me with her little reports. She started taking doing like AR drawings of the backyard. <laughs> like superimposing a pool and taking pictures there to show me like this is what it oh would look like you know? and and that made me go, okay she really really wants the pool so yeah. I, little does she know i would have said yes eventually right i was just trying to make sure we weren't rushing into it so once we i saw the pool and we started looking at prices and stuff i decided i did not want a hot tub because i didn't want to give up the space back there if we weren't going to use it all the time yeah and makes sense. The, the hot tub you can invite like one group of friends and that's it with the pool, you know, I love hosting. Yes. Eventually, when we're all back in visiting mode, I'll have a, my friends being able to come over in the summer and hang out in the pool. So I gave in. And I was like, let's do it. We started getting price quotes. And that was the yeah. first part of the journey, dude. If y'all yeah. are looking to buy a pool, whatever you think the price is, raise it up in your heads. Because those things <laughs> are super expensive. That was kind of the thought that I had. Like, I was curious. Obviously, I don't want you to go into numbers, but did you have sticker shock? Would you would you say that when you actually started to look at the numbers and actually started to reach out to places that you got a little bit of a sticker shock? Well, the sticker shock, I knew it was going to be expensive because growing up, we had a house where we built a pool. We were lucky enough uh, where we were living to get a reasonable pool out there. And so I knew what the price was going to be. But what I didn't expect was the price difference between the different pool places. If you are not shopping oh, around, okay. you need to shop around because the disparity between the price of the pool and what you were getting, it wasn't just like, oh, you lose out on the small thing and the price goes down a little. It was, you're talking thousands of dollars difference wow. between each thing you were adding or removing. And it, each one would tell you certain things about, oh, your layout is like this, so we're going to have to do this. But then the next group would come in, they wouldn't even mention that, or they say, oh, it's not a problem. So then you start questioning, you start getting like, I don't know anything about pools. I don't know anything yeah, about exactly. digging in the dirt. Who's telling me the truth? You know, so it got very stressful. But we were lucky enough that the team we ended up going with, uh, we got a good vibe from him. So far, he's been great. It's been uh, a process. So we have a new theory that I'll tell you about <laughs> at the end of it. But I feel like he definitely is being honest in the sense that he's not trying to take advantage of anything. So we're pretty happy with how that part's gone. But be prepared. Do your research. Step one, all right? Make sure you shop around. If you have a place in mind, don't only ask that place. Because I guarantee you there's other places that are either going to reassure you, like, oh, I made the right choice. Or you're going to make a question like, huh, do I... Do I need a pool with a heater? Like, do I need a heated pool water? You know? <laughs> yeah, Things I remember like that. that being one of the options that you have. But that goes into really any time that you are about to make a major investment. Really, that's what it comes down to is if you're going to make a major investment, you need to consider what's the long-term returns. 
So you've already done that part, which is good. So you already know like this is going to increase your your overall home value. So they, there's already an added bonus there. Plus, you're going to be using it on a regular basis. So I think you did the right thing by purchasing it. And it, and now this might be me justifying it. And now the cost is sneaking in again. I'm feeling great. But honestly, <laughs> this isn't like a home. People always talk about home value, right? And I talk about it like that because my family, my sister, when she was younger, was a realtor. And like we had friends that are realtors. And I just, I grew up around a lot of that, hearing that kind of talk. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, to me, the home value in my home, the value is, do I enjoy living here? And I do. Yeah. And we're going to be here at minimum the next 10 years. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Unless I exactly. win the lottery and I can suddenly afford more homes. I, this is the home where I'm going to probably start raising kids. Uh, I'm going to be here. The school districts here are really great. So yeah. I don't plan to move unless something happens. So I wanted to make sure that why not? If we have a pool, we're, we're the type of family that's going to put it to use. My wife, Absolutely. She, she's a fish. She will be in the water all day long unless she has to get out. Right. Yep. Myself, I don't, I like water. Every, this kind of goes back to our point where I actually like swimming. I like being in the water. Yeah. But people think I don't because I don't like when there's all those people around me. So everyone's like, oh, he doesn't want to get in the water. And I'm like, no, no, I just don't want to get in the water here. But I, <laughs> but I do like swimming, right? Like yeah. if we go to a lake, I'm not getting in the water. Yeah, if we exactly. go to the ocean, I'll wade into the water, but I won't get in because I'm scared of the ocean. I, I, me, me too. I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm with you on that one. Nope. Yeah, but, uh, but it's not like I didn't want to get in, right? Yeah. So now that I have my pool, like I'll get in. And the advantage is you can get in, you can chill. And then you can come out and then you can watch something and then go back in if you want to. Right. So I got to experience that firsthand. So like yeah. I, 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 we went over, we celebrated the kickoff of season three. Cause at this point we're well into the season. Uh, we, we celebrated the kickoff to season three and it was awesome to be able to get in, get out. We ate, you made some amazing food. We had some beer flowing and then we got back in, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was awesome. Then we got to watch the game at night. We were doing some night swimming. Like you, I know for a fact that you guys are going to put this to use. I'm not worried about it at all. So the investment in my opinion feels like it was worth it. Yeah. Now, now I don't want to derail us too much, but those wings we made last time, that sauce I put on them, that rub <laughs> Dude, I went out and I bought two more because those things, that thing was that super was so good. Yeah, it was but, so, so freaking good. Yeah, you are really good at hosting. But like, so looking back at the pool, right? So there was the, it seems like to me it went into like phases. First it was, okay, maybe we want a pool. Then we want a pool. Like, let's, like we have decided we want a pool. Let's do some research. Let's start getting prices. You, you found your guy, right? So you found the yep. person that you were going to go with. So I wanted to know about like the actual red tape and what you had to go through, because to your point, you have an HOA. So I'm just curious, like, what did you have to do in order to make this happen? It was, that part was surprisingly easy because the pool people themselves handle all of the city permits and stuff like that. So as soon oh, as you have a contract with them, yeah, they, they called the city, they set it all up and I didn't have to worry about any of that. All I had to worry about was the HOA. So mm -hmm. I'm lucky enough that my HOA is not crazy difficult. You, you know, they, they're not the type so far, I've only been living here a few years who yeah. have gone overboard with like, you got to do this. You can't do that. So they just told me the basic rules and I had to submit a picture of what it was. We thought it was going to look like, and oh, then okay. the approval of the city. And then they wanted to make sure that we weren't building any structures that would rise high enough to be visible from the street, okay. which I'm not. I'm not. That's not so, bad. So I'm good to go. My one concern left, 
and I talked to you about this, is that we did end up putting the pool stuff on the side of the house instead yes. of the backyard. And yes. they have not said anything about it. And it was in the pictures I sent them. But part of me is still super paranoid that they're going to come and say, hey, you can't have that there. Suddenly it's like, what do I do with all this pool stuff? Do all well, I have to? And to your point, though, you made it very clear to them what was going on. Like you, you made it very clear to them. You showed it in the picture. But I knew that that was going to be a concern for you was the fact that it is visible on the outside. I just don't like conflict. So if they don't like it, like I don't I'm not trying to fight with the HOA or anybody. I want to be a good neighbor, you know? Yeah, I know so, exactly what you mean. But when I read the rules, it said within the side of your house or the backyard. So yeah. But the, the part that makes me paranoid, because everyone's like, why are you paranoid then? It's in the rules. It's because when we were researching the pool, we know which neighbors have pools because we can hear the pool. We, we could see it. Oh, from yeah. The you fence know what neighbors have pools. Yeah, yeah, when you're walking, we right? We know, too. we know who has a pool. You can and tell. maybe maybe we went overboard. We are a little creepy. Google mapped it from the roof and we saw which ones. <laughs> but, but when I would walk my dog, we'd walk through the streets and I, I noticed none of them have the pool stuff in the side of their house. All of them have it in the backyard. So that that's what got me so paranoid of like, is anyone going to give me trouble with it um it's in the rules i think you're going to be absolutely fine but i can understand having that that little bit of a fear there because what's the backup plan there like how, how do you how do you get that moved with money that's what i'm worried about it's expensive like i know i keep saying the pools is expensive people and then those pipes there like yep. i would have to pay someone to redig the entire thing so they would have to redig all of the pipes and electricals to the backyard redo it all there and then reset up the pool so that's you know probably not going to be cheap no that's not going to be cheap at all but you you kind of bring up a really good point for me and something that i was curious about i want to know the timeline right so like from and i don't know how 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 much you remember this but like from the time that you decided that yes we are going to do this you signed the contract with the people who are going to build it until it was done like how long did that take so it, the pool itself well, before they even started, it took longer than they thought. It took a month. And we yeah. found out later why, right? To get the permit from the city. So eventually they're like, hey, your city's not giving us the permit. They say your address doesn't exist. Because the permit was only supposed to take like a week, depending yeah. on where you live, because of right yeah. now it's pretty backed up. Yeah. So we found out that since we live right on the border of a city, the address they were putting in was not showing up because – it's weird because if you send me mail and you put either of those two cities, I get the mail. Same. But they each have two different city councils, I guess. So yeah. they were asking one of the city councils who was saying that address doesn't exist on our city lines. So we had to send them a message saying, no, no, you need to go and ask this smaller city. So once they did that, which they didn't know, so it was a month later, yeah. they got it the next, like, the next day. It was done. So they got to start uh, working on it. That part was crazy fast. We're talking within three weeks, maybe four wow. weeks. Wow. Okay. The pool was in the ground, but it wasn't ready to swim in yet. Um, that was a process. Be ready for that. I think that's another thing that caught us off guard. Our pool went in fast. All the other companies were quoting us uh, months to to finish, right? You, yeah, you told me that was you look like ninety days at one point with some of the places that you were looking at. I remember that. That was I was like, what a quarter? It's like a quarter. That's a qu what do you mean? Yeah, to fit that that was to finish the pool, but uh, they wouldn't even start digging till January. So that's one yeah. of the reasons that I went with this guy is because they said, oh, we can actually start as soon as you let us know, and we'll be done within a few weeks. And we were like, oh, that sounds great. And the yeah. reason was because we were doing a fiberglass pool. They could just drop that pool in. They don't have to 
do some and all of that. Yeah, but, they don't actually actually pour and shape the pool. They were just dropping it in. Yeah. The other thing is though, the, this group, what be, what people might not know is when you build a pool, they're gonna destroy your lawn, they're gonna destroy your fence, and they're gonna destroy your irrigation. Guaranteed. You no questions asked, it's yeah. done. And no pool company will pay to replace that. So you you have to agree beforehand that you're gonna replace that yourself when they're done. Wow. This company, this company actually said they'll put up our at least our fence back for us. So we're like, oh yeah, we'll do it. So they took down the fence and when they were done, they put it back up. But be ready for that because you you think you know what it's like, oh, it, your backyard will be a little messed up or anything. There's tractors going through your lawn, right? Your lawn is <laughs> gone. The, the yeah. fence is gone. So if your neighbors have pets, you need to be okay with them having their pets outside because those dogs have or cats or whatever the pet is. There's no fence, you know? And they can put up a little temporary fence, but no pet owner is going to trust a temporary fence no, for, absolutely the, not. for their dog, right? No, absolutely uh, not. And then while they're digging, you just have a giant hole in your backyard with dirt everywhere. So it was, uh, I didn't think it was going to bug me. And it didn't too much. But once you got to like the third or fourth week of that in your backyard, you're like, man, like I can't even hang out in the backyard because it's just so, so much trash. I remember that. I remember that being something that was bothering you, how much they had just destroyed the backyard. And I know at one point, I, I'm pretty sure you just decided that you weren't even going back there, right? Like you were just like, I'm not even going to go outside. Yeah. And, and just to clarify, I'm not blaming them because that's what they're supposed to do. Oh, no, that's their job. Yeah, that's their job. Yeah. It, it's just like, if you're the type of person that uses your backyard, like, you know, I do. I love yes. barbecuing, smoking, doing yep. all that stuff. Yeah. You're not going to want to do it because when you're out there, you think you could ignore it, but it's just trash mounds, holes, dirt. It started raining, so there's mud everywhere. Yes, you know? yeah, yeah. So you just start going like, I'm just not going to hang out here. So Yeah, I could see that I could see that getting to a point where it's just jarring. It's because yeah. if you're, you're so used to a certain look back there and then all of a sudden there's just massive holes where, you know, where you know dirt should really be. Yeah, and then... Um, after that, they once the pool was in there, we had to wait for them to do the concrete. Uh, so they came and they did. They have to do at minimum a three foot concrete ring around it. But they put a little extra patio stuff for me because yeah. I wanted most things like that. And that was that, man. But there were some things that came up that made me go like, "Huh?" Where, for example, they had to dig through the lines. They had to dig down into the dirt to put the lines to put electricity and cables and all of that. Right. So yeah. they dig down. But during that, they accidentally cut a fiber line down there. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, he knocked on my window. And he's like, hey, I'm really sorry. Like, did your internet go out? And we're like, no. So luckily for me, they accidentally cut the one provider, which I wasn't using. But I was thinking in my head, like, if That's they would good. have accidentally cut my internet, I work from home right now. I would have been <laughs> out from work, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that, that would have been terrible. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even think about that. But to your point, if they're digging, they're going to, they could inadvertently hit all types of things down there. Yeah, and they had the city come out and mark everything. So it wasn't like they were digging willy-nilly. So I don't know if the problem was that it wasn't marked for the cable lines or if thinking. maybe the particular worker that day just wasn't paying attention. I don't know what the reason was. But it was scary of like, oh man, if that was my internet. And I got paranoid of like, was that my neighbor's internet? Like, do they oh, ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, do they they ever run your neighbor's... You. <laughs> yeah, do they ever run your neighbor's internet through your yard and he said he was going to call them to come get it repaired i have not heard any complaints from neighbors or anyone else or the company itself hasn't come out to do anything so i'm hoping that means that 
I don't have to worry about it. Everything's good. Fingers crossed that you don't actually have to worry about that. So it sounds like for the most part, you you were able to kind of work through it. You kind of had your jarring moments. But then something happened that uh, I remember getting a text from you about something. And you didn't seem to like that it bothered you. But for whatever yes. reason, it really annoyed me. Can so, you tell people kind of what happened? Kind of so let, let us know what led up to this. This is the part I'm excited to talk about because I legit, if you are listening to this and you want to leave a comment for us, I just really want to know what people think about this. Yeah. Because because the spectrum has, of the responses I've got when I've talked to people about this has been completely on the other side each time. So uh, when the pool's done, they cleaned it out. It was ready to start swimming, but we needed to start putting chemicals. So they recommended we use someone for the first three months just while we get used to it. Yeah. I was going to do it myself, but I figured, you know what? Why not? So we had someone to do it. So we have a pool person come out and clean it. Right? Nothing crazy. So one of those weekends, when the first time they came out uh, after the pool was done, which was the same time they poured the cement around the, the edges, uh, the pool guy texts me that he's going to come out to put chemicals in the pool. And I was like, cool. So he's going out there. I'm inside hanging out with my wife. And we see him in the back, like through the thing. So we're like, cool. So we're going back. We're watching TV. And then after a while, we start hearing splashing. And I was like, what the heck is splashing? So I just look in the, the camera and he had come over with his three kids, his three little kids. And I guess the three little kids were started swimming in the pool. So this is where everyone started. To me, I was like, huh, that's really weird. I wish he would have at least asked me, right? But yeah. at the end of the day, I remember when my dad would make me go work with him when I was a kid. And I'm like, it was 107 degrees that day. Man, if if my dad would have been like, hey, you can swim in the pool, I would have gotten in the pool. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the other end of the spectrum, when I, I just thought it was like weird, but like, oh, that's kind of like odd or whatever. Maybe it's a thing people do. So then I started telling like my siblings, and my siblings were like the complete other opposite. They're like, what the heck? He can't just bring his kids to swim in your pool. And then I was like, why not? And, and the one legitimate concern was like, what if they get hurt? Like yes. that's a liability on you. Yes. And the big liability word was like, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa, I didn't think about liability stuff. But yep. I was like, I mean, it's not like I was going to swim at that time. And it was 170 degrees. And they're like, it doesn't matter. He could have asked you. If he yes. asked you and you said yes, that's one thing. Yes. Him just coming and then them jumping in is another thing. That and I my... legit, yeah, I don't know. I'm on, I'm still on the spectrum of like, I'm okay with it, but the liability one got me scared. So if you're listening to this, if, if that's a normal thing, just put it in the comments so I can feel better. If that was like <laughs> over the line or anything, you know, I don't see it. I don't, I personally did not see that as being normal. Cause when you told me, I, I was instantly mad. I'm like, this isn't even my pool. And I was instantly annoyed by that. Two reasons. So, yeah, the liability is certainly on the table. And that's always going to be the first thing that comes to mind. Supervision, like the way, like the way that you look at things from a, hey, if something happens, who's it going to fall on? That, that part was really the first thing that came to my mind. The second thing that came to my mind was just decency. Why would somebody do that without asking permission? That was my whole thing. Because clearly, if they would have came and asked you, I don't see you having any issue with it. And that just makes me think, like, is this something that's a normal occurrence for this individual? Is this kind of what they do? They just they go and clean pools and have their kids go into the pools that they clean? Like, is this just an everyday happening? I know, but I told you I made up the story in my head. 
He's a single dad. He has three kids. These are crazy times. The kids don't have school or anything. He's like, you know, I can't afford a babysitter. Let me bring them with me. I'm not going to get mad at that. Now, that being said, if that does become a normal occurrence, then I will have to say something because I don't mind them like that one time, right? That It's over. It's cool. Yeah. But if it's like happening all the time, I don't want to have to think because I, I don't have kids and I'm out there sometimes and we're drinking and we're doing stuff. I don't want that to be a thing where I have to think about, oh, are kids going to come to the backyard right now? It's not like we're doing drugs or anything bad, but no, I, I, don't I, I don't want to be thinking about that. Plus, I have a little dog who's the sweetest dog in the world. But if my little dog bites someone again, I don't want to have to think about that. Yeah, little you know? gups. Yeah, yeah, little, yeah, little, little gups. But no, to your point, I was just thinking about what if this turns into a regular cadence? Because you know how my, the way that I operate is I like to set the precedent of what my relationship is going to be with somebody. Good or bad, that's just how I operate. I operate on the spectrum of I'm going to set the boundaries and the parameters for our relationship, especially when it comes to a business standpoint. I want to set those boundaries so that they're healthy, so that everybody feels respected. And for me, that just would have went right through my boundaries. Like that would have just went right through what I would have considered to be a business relationship that you just let your kids come swimming in my pool. That's not even like done all the way. Like you're literally in the process of cleaning it. That was the other thing. Like, was it clean? Like I'm, I'm still trying to like fathom in my mind that he just let his kids go into a pool that wasn't fully clean. Well, that's what me and my wife joked about after we're like, well, at least we know it's clean. Right. Or he wouldn't have <laughs> let his kid in there. So, so we're, we should be safe to swim now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was just a weird, weird occurrence. It's funny to me. Like I said, I, I chuckle about it, but I know that like, man, my siblings were like super upset about it. Like they called me. I text them like just to tell them a <laughs> the thing. They called me. They were so upset. So it's just a funny thing. And I just want to know if I'm, if I'm being too lax. You know? Oh yeah. We definitely need to make sure that we get some comments on this. Cause I think this is going to be a good poll. I'm going to find a way to pose this question once we put, once we actually air this episode. Cause I, I want to get people's feedback on whether or not they would have freaked out about this. Now I am curious though, since we've talked about the beginning, the research, getting it done, getting to a point where it's actually being used and us using it now. Did you ever have a moment then through the process or even Obviously not now, but did you have a moment where you regretted it? Was there any moment where anything was happening or where you were like, man, I kind of regret doing this? I don't want to say full-on regret because I don't have any full-on regret, but there are certain things now where, uh, and I'm going to speak in general terms here because overall I really like the people we're working with, yeah. right? But it was a lot cheaper than the other ones. And at first we're like, wow, did we just luck out? Right to the point that we're really aggressive about working with us. Like, hey, won't be any price. We'll do whatever we have to. We're like, awesome. At first, I thought I was like, oh, that's just business. Times might be rough. Maybe a lot of people are not building pools. Now I know they are. So, yeah. But at the time, I was like, maybe people aren't building pools and they need customers or something. So that's why we went with him. But now we have this theory, which I talked about earlier, where and we might we might be completely wrong. This is all in our heads. Yeah. Where we might have been one of this company's first customers. Ooh, so we yes. think that before they were doing pool stuff, but they might have been the people helping other companies. So maybe they were doing the cement or maybe they were doing the things. And now they are doing their full on. We do all of it at once because that's the only thing that makes sense about why they were so aggressive. And the reason I bring that up is certain things when they did them, just don't just look a little bit sloppy. Not not so bad where I'd be upset. But enough for me to go like, okay, this is why it was cheaper because yeah. they, they were practicing or they were learning something here. 
uh, like when they set the cement and they did the outside. Uh, and I'm no expert, but my dad was a construction worker for years and he would do jobs on the side. And when I was a kid, my dad would make me go to concrete with him. Yeah. So I get to see what they're doing and some of the stuff they were doing, I'm like, hmm, that, that doesn't look right. And sure enough, now when it's setting, the outsides don't look smoothed out. The mm. outsides look broken and chapped up. The other thing is they let some of the concrete or tools get wet. And I don't know if it was in pool water or what, and it makes it cure at an uneven rate. So when you're oh, looking, when you came over, I, I don't know if you noticed the edges of the pool, there was dark spots. Yeah. That's because it's no longer drying at the same pace. Now, eventually that should dry out when it's hot. Oh, yeah. At one point and, it's going to all level up. But, and it's yeah. been raining. But the problem, so I'm not worried about the look wise because that'll dry out. But the problem is when concrete dries out at an even rate like that, that's when it starts cracking. You start getting forms and cracks. And sure enough, we already have a large crack. Uh, wow. By large, uh, large, I mean in the length, not in how thick it is. So yeah. you can patch up concrete cracks. Surprise everyone. It's impossible to make concrete never cracking, right? Uh, so, <laughs> Especially so, in Texas. Especially yeah. with the way that the ground shifts in Texas. And and, and I just want to repeat. it. I'm still very happy with it all because it was so much cheaper. And they were very friendly that I'm, I'm willing to overlook that. But there's other things, too, of like when they put the fence back up, which, again, they, they did and no other company would have. So I'm not getting mad. But the fence doesn't look nice as much anymore. It looks a little bit sloppy. So yeah. I want to fix that because now it looks like, is that going to fall or is something wrong with the fence? You know what I mean? So, I know exactly what you mean. So, so And then one last one. And these are all cosmetic, I hope. But like the pool <laughs> piping that they left on the outside, right? Again, yeah, yeah. my dad was construction. He did concrete, but he also did odd jobs. Uh, on the side when we were growing up. So he did some piping or we'd, he'd bring his friend to do like uh, the water pipes and I would watch. So they cured the water pipes out there and you're supposed to put the blue liquid on the inside, help create the seal so that it doesn't come out. Well, that liquid like ran in a few spots and the pipes are white. So you have blue liquid lines yeah. coming out on the outside. And again, it does not affect anything, I hope, if it seals right. But Fingers cosmetically, crossed. yeah, cosmetically I'm like, well, couldn't you just have wiped that off so you don't create the blue streaks? Because now the only way to take that off, because once that stuff dries, it stains, yeah, is, to, say, yeah. is to sand it off. So I was like, do I want to sand it off? What do I want to do? So little things like that made me go like, huh. Like, hmm. But overall, <laughs> though, I'm still very happy. That was, now, my, that, was good. That's, that was kind of what I was curious about. I was like, overall, how would you feel? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. And ask me again in a few months, right? That That's what always matters because everyone's happy when they first get a pool or you first get a hot tub or you first get a new toy. Yes. Like, you, you, you love it. Ask them again in six months or a year after they've been paying for it for a few months or after something's <laughs> gone wrong. Yeah. And then your story might change. So Yeah, exactly. No, that is too funny. So trying to, to wrap this up for us, right? Oh, just one last thing. I just oh, no, no. Go, I know, just go, 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 so in, go, I, in, go I don't in. remember if I told you this, but the, the guy cleaning the pool... I thought he had a strike two. So strike one. Oh, I didn't know there was a strike two. I did not know there was a strike, strike two. Strike one was that the kids in the pool thing. That's not really a strike to me, but I'm just jokingly saying strike one. Strike, strike two was we thought he wasn't coming out because he's supposed to come out every week to adjust the pool. But we have a pool camera, like a, like a camera in the backyard watching where the pool is. We never saw him for like three weeks. So I was convinced, like, is he just not coming out? Like... And I thought, like, again, I was justifying it in my head of, like, well, it's been raining. Maybe they don't have to do the chemicals while it's raining, and he'll come out when it stops raining or something, right? So I was actually – that one got me a little, like, well, we're paying him to come exactly. out weekly. Should I 
if he doesn't come by the end of the month and he tries to get another payment, I'll say something. But by pure luck, and I'm really glad this happened because that would have been embarrassing on my part. I'm sitting in here doing work and I can look out to my front yard. So I just so happened to catch a, uh, like the glimpse of a truck. So I look to the side and I see his truck. And I was like, oh, he, he's finally out here. But he never goes to the back camera. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I found out that they had set it up where he can add the chemicals and the chlorine and stuff from the outside. Oh, so he never comes okay. in. So okay. he was coming up. Or maybe it was only that one time. But now I think, oh, he was coming. And I just yeah. couldn't see him when he's going out there. So whoops, my bad. Uh, okay, so not a strike. Okay, not a strike. Yeah, okay, so if you have a cool person, him, give him a little break. <laughs> we're going to let yeah. him have that. So overall then, like, would you suggest it? So like our listeners who have heard all the stories, who kind of understand the red tape that you went through, would you suggest them actually building their own pool? By themselves? No. No. Hiring no. someone? <laughs> yeah, hiring. If you have any doubts in your mind, do not build the pool. Because anytime something goes wrong, those are going to make those little doubts you had explode into these huge issues. Only try to get that one if you can afford it, if it's something that's within your budget. Number two, if you are 100% sure that that's what you want. It, like, no joke. If you legitimately have any little concern, do not do it. I'm telling you now, you're going to regret it. So wow. that, that's that's my advice. I like that, though. That's, yeah. that's, pos- that's, that's powerful because it's yeah. real. You know, everyone always does the whole like, well, for some people it might work, for some people it might not. No, it will not work for you if you have doubts. I'm telling you, I'm giving you a legit answer here. Do not buy it if you have any doubts or any possibility that you're not going to be able to afford it or anything like that. So, I love it. No, I love it. This is this to me was just really nice a little break from everything um after having multiple guests on and some of the other ways that we've had it it was just nice to have an og it's probably you episode we hope that you guys have had a lot of fun listening to one of your co-hosts sharing a fun little story about a really big investment that we are hoping to get a lot out of and i say we because i'm coming to your house all the time now remember guys you can find us at it's underscore probably underscore score the the letter u and our website is www.itsprobablyu.com so any any closing remarks from you my friend no but i'm just imagining like the other pool owners listening to this just chuckling of me trying to justify my pool anyway <laughs> anyway i can they're like oh yep he spent the money he has to make sure that it's good <laughs> They know exactly how you feel. Well, guys, this has been another episode of It's Probably You. And remember, if at any point you feel guilty, it's It's probably probably you. you.